Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's far from the south. with Steve and Fab. Welcome to Four from the South. Hi, Fabrizio. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm uh, really happy to be part of this show. Me too. I'm happy you're part of this show too. Let's introduce ourselves. This is the pilot episode of our new show called Four from the South. My name is Steve Healy. I am a writer, uh, mostly for TV shows. I wrote for uh, 30 Rock, The Office, Veep, American Dad. And you are my friend, Fabrizio Capano. Yes, uh, I'm from Chile. I'm a comedian. I started there doing comedy shows everywhere in farms, in churches, you know. In a mine. Famously, you did a comedy show in a mine. In a mine with the famous Chilean miners. And then I moved to the States, start all over again, doing comedy for drunk Americans, white boys, like Woodstock 99 kind of audiences. You so were one of the first, you really brought stand-up, comedia, stand-up comedy to Chile. That's why I brought I, laughter to yes. that country. I <laughs> no was, one had laughed. No one had ever laughed before. Yeah. And now there's a whole industry around it. So, yes. You started doing comedy in like tango clubs and they didn't know, they didn't they had no place. They had no comedy store. They had no, no. Uh, improv. They had no. no, oh, my ribs or wherever they do comedy here in Los Angeles. Uh, at the beginning, yeah, there was nothing. And uh, it now, well, there's a couple of really great comedy clubs. I think even better than ones here because they have like the energy of something new. Hey, you know? they can pay to advertise, okay? They, you don't need to give them free publicity. Oh, you're right. This, yeah. This is not what our podcast is about. What our podcast <laughs> it's called Four from the South. And our idea here is that we here in the United States, like it or not, we are part of Latin America. We Maybe at one time we were part of Europe, America, British America. Not anymore. Else, it is just been too many Latino people have come to the United States. Our culture has become very much like that of Latin America. Coups, dictators, mysterious businessmen running things. Same energy. Same constitutional vibe. chaos, the vibe. We have a Latin American <laughs> vibe now. But so many of us here in the United States, we don't have a lot of knowledge about nope. what's going on in Mexico, Central America, South America. So what are we doing on the show? That we're going to have... Gonna bring you that energy we're going to bring you the four stories every week so you can figure out your future 
This yes. show is about you can see it coming, you know. Prepare for the future. That's the idea here. Exactly. Get ready for what's coming down the pike. And the way we do that is by telling you four of the craziest stories of the week from anywhere. But I, I think we could include the United States in our uh, purview. But we're going to get a lot of stories from South America, stories from Central America, stories from Mexico, and just let you fill you in on what's going on down there. Just, just so many no, people. No, no Canada. That's the only no, rule. I like, think that somewhere around like Portland, Oregon or so, Latin America does end. That's the there, limit. That's there are the little limit. pockets up there. but then And then Canada, they're still hanging on. Someday, maybe Canada will be part of Latin America. We'll bring we, them down. <laughs> it's a matter of time to bring you down. Latin America is growing like a, maybe this isn't a metaphor people from Latin America would love, but it's like a mold <laughs> consuming a lemon. Or <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, uh, maybe, yeah, it's like venom. You know, it's just like, you know, eating the whole personality of the continent. But yes. I love it. I mean, I feel like home, uh, it's it's great. And I think some something good is going to come out of this transition. I think there's going to be a lot of excitement and dynamism and good and bad. So we can embrace it, celebrate it. Absolutely. Hey, you know what? I sort of represent the gringo perspective on the show. You're allowed to fear it and have concerns about what it's like to be in Latin America. But let's just admit that this is part of our life and we have to learn about it. So first story of the week, we're going to do four stories a week. And Fab, I think you're going to lead us in with the first story because it's from your home country of Chile. Exactly. I want to start this podcast with it. With it. I mean, it's not a new, I mean, it, it, yeah, it's, it's something new in a way, but it's been going for a minute now. Uh, we started like kind of a revolution movement in, in October 19 of 2019. And Chile went through this whole craziness before the pandemic of trying to figure out how to change the constitution. It, you know, there were riots. There were like people angry on the streets. The government was like almost, uh, you know, the guy was almost getting impeached. It was a mess. And then they decided the way to figure out this is just like rewrite the constitution. The problem with the old constitution is that it was wrote, it was wrote by Pinochet, the dictator. So everyone was like, ah, that's not for us. And I have a lot of rules that I think are like, not helpful for poor people or middle-class people in Chile. So it was time to rewrite this thing. And I know for Americans, that's impossible. The idea of like rewriting the constitution is like, like I, I, I in my mind, I don't know if I'm, I'm right about this. It's like if someone decided, let's rewrite the Bible. Yes, it's like rewriting the 10 commandments. It's like let's, there was one time when they nailed it and we can't touch it. Yeah. Well, but what about we find we find new people and we rewrite the Bible? That's that's for me what's going on in Chile. So it's crazy, you know. It's 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 a, it's a crazy idea. And so we had an election. Uh, we vote for uh, I think it's 122 uh, conventionals and for different districts. And these are the people who is right now at this moment in time writing actually like they're starting writing like the rules of the convention because they're not okay. even like in the part of writing the actual constitution but every day there's new stories about what's going on over there but this is the part that i really want to put my attention to during this whole thing during the riots all, all back to 2019 one woman a lower middle class woman uh in her yeah she's 46 she was 45 at the time, 40, 44, and she she was with her daughter and her daughter went online and she, by accident, bought a Pikachu costume from AliExpress. Okay. So by accident, your daughter, you know, get a Pikachu 
costume, a Pokemon Are we sure this character. was an accident? Maybe your daughter just really wanted a Pikachu costume. Well, that's probably true. <laughs> it was an accident. <laughs> well, the thing is, she pretended it was an accident. The Pikachu arrived. Then one day, all these riots start, and this woman was angry. You know, you know, her life was not easy. So she decided to wear this Pikachu costume and go to the streets of Santiago, Chile, and dance. And that created the character of Aunt Pikachu. This woman is called Giovanna Grandon, and she's famously known as Aunt Pikachu. And she starts dancing, and there's a viral video of she falling on the, on the floor because dancing with that costume is not a great idea. Yes. So no. she's not dancing with it. She falls on the floor. Everyone can look for Dance Pikachu Chile, and you can see her falling. And that video went viral. She became a character, a national character. She was like part of like the whole movement. And then she ran as one of the person writing the constitution. And right now she's writing the constitution. Can you imagine going from your daughter buying an AliExpress Pikachu costume to then be part of the history of your country in probably the most important position ever that is writing the new constitution. Incredible. For uh, Just by comparison, at the U.S. Uh, Constitutional Convention, when they had that in 1789 or so, there, there weren't even any women, let alone any women dressed as famous cartoon characters at the time, because there weren't any cartoon characters at the time. That's how far back it was. Imagine. And here we are trying to live under a constitution in our cartoon-filled era where women are buying stuff on the internet. And... So two, day, two days ago, the, the, in one of, the, one of the breaks of the constitution, she decided to wear the outfit. So okay. you've seen this prestigious building, like old building where they're writing this new form of living for a country, this Pikachu woman. And then she was coming with two dinosaurs. So it was Pikachu and two dinosaurs just walking to write the new rules. So I love this. I think there's so many movies in this story. You know, at least there's five different movies. I don't know if Nintendo's going to be down to this. I don't know if it's going to be the rights of Pikachu. But guys, this is better than Detective Pikachu. It does seem like there's an opportunity here for Nintendo. Like if they're like somebody in a country is dressing like one of your characters to write the constitution, maybe you get in on that. Send her a couple extra costumes. Just... Keep an eye on this situation. Could be I, I don't know. I love this story. I mean, I I, I think it's um, once again she's now kind of like a this this kind of a Chilean Avengers characters. So there's like a, a guy called Pareman. We talked about this once before, Steve. This mm -hmm. guy who is with the stop sign as a, 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 a like this Captain America shield. Uh, And she and another guy who's there's a dinosaur, another guy who's like the dancing Spider-Man, they all like, you know, the heroes of this new country that is growing in front of us. All of the Marvel universe is represented at the Chilean Constitution, which is as I it should it. be. As it should be. You know? Has any, have there been any like copycats who tried to like get in a costume and ride that to political success. Yeah, actually, there's a lot of failure, like fail characters. A Got friend it. of mine always send me this Instagram links to characters who are not that famous. <laughs> you know, I remember there was like one called Nalkaman. Uh, he, yeah, he was more famous, but like there was another ones who like they really didn't make the cut. Uh, but I love the idea that there's actually people right there outside who decided to wear a costume and, you know, they want to change the world. 
for real. That's the that's the dream. That's great. Yeah. And now how many of the people in the Chilean Constitutional Convention are like career politicians or lawyers versus people just crazy costume wearing? Not that many. I mean, there's not a lot of crazy costumes. It's just like two or three. But actually, like the cool thing is like during the, the whole process, they decided to open for independence, people outside political parties. And they have like the same ability of like create lists and be part of like the system. We have like, I don't, I don't know how to explain this system, but we have a system of like, you make a list and in your list, you have five people. And if the one on top get this amount of votes, you also like bring two of your own list. Right, so, okay. So, and that for that, you need a political party. But in this case, they allowed everyone. I mean, if you find five people who want to be in a list with you, boom, you have a list and you can be part of it. So I don't know, from the... 100%, I think uh, more than, I mean, around the 40-something percent is independent people outside political parties. That is just enough to make it very exciting and crazy, I think. I, 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 there's a lot of people who are really scared. I mean, a lot of people are really scared. And if you go to Chile, Chilean Twitter, uh, and if you have access to Chilean Twitter, you will see a lot of people be like, you're never working! Because you can, you can actually, they're live streaming every session. So there's a lot of people watching the live stream and be like, these guys are not working. We pay them to write a constitution. They're not working. <laughs> and if you're in Twitter, you're not working either. Right. You're doing nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> How hard are you supposed to be working? It takes a little while. You know, you got to get to know each other. It's okay, like we're going to. We'll be following the story of the Chilean Constitutional Convention as it goes on. Because how often do you, does a country write a whole new constitution? It's kind of rare. And it seems like they're doing it with the best of intentions, at least, whether I it will succeed or not. I don't I, know. I am very positive about this. I know that some people are not. I don't fucking care about them. I'm very happy with this. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. Stay Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tudor Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, Stay Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tudor shows wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Next story, South America. We had a big one. Here we I, go. I, there's a country out there. This is a country in Central America, and they have made Bitcoin legal tender. This oh, is the yeah. country of El Salvador. Lovely country. Lovely, Lovely country. country. About 6 million people. Not very big. I've been to El Salvador, Fab. I've um, never been. I've never been. Not a ton going on. All, most of the houses look like they were made out of sticks in the last like six months. What What about the comedy scene in El Salvador? So far as I know, very minimal. They Most people in El Salvador who are over age like 20 are survivors of a brutal civil war. They have a high murder rate. They're famous for, of course, their gang, uh, Mara Salvatrucha, MS-13, which a lot of the people in the gang were like refugees from the Civil War. Horrible, horrible, horrible dark gang. Great name. Amazing name. Amazing name. MS-13 is good, yeah. I think they have this logo. I think they're, you know, I don't know. It's like there's something about when you have a gang and even like, I don't know, political party that is dark or and and or every, any institution of a group of people, they always have great taste for design. It's I don't true. know what it is. That's a good point. Yeah. They do better than most like companies. And uh, everything that is positive is not is not they don't have great shirts. You know, you don't want to wear their logo. You, no, yeah, like a, you don't want a that nonprofit. Pin. It's not going to have a good boring. <laughs> it yeah. was just like the world and kids playing. Boring. Yes, <laughs> what a snooze. A little, it's like a little globe and it's like yellow and green. And it just does. And then there's a hand coming out of it. No, a no. gang is going to have like a spider with huge, crazy. Teeth. Give me that. More of that. <laughs> okay, so El Salvador has a president. His name is Bukele, Naib Bukele. Very mysterious and strange guy he looks kind of like Drac- like hipster dracula you can look him up uh, his wikipedia page you'll get the vibe immediately he's got a weird like all, too precisely trimmed beard this is he's kind of good looking i have to say he's kind of like a good looking dude or it's just I, uh, <laughs> I don't know i'm not sure I'm gonna no he's not good looking he's just like um like what's the name of this these people who like take care of their beers and like their yes he's a metrosexual like very manicured yeah he, he yeah. takes care of the beard he it's, goes to the barber shop and he stay there for a couple hours he's you know he's gonna smell of some kind of uh essence Scent. he put on yeah exactly <laughs> and he's a kind of a strange guy because he's in this country called el salvador possibly the only country named after jesus christ and his dad is a convert to Islam. I'm not sure where Bukele falls in religion, but wow. yeah, his his parents are some kind of emigres from Palestine, and then they at some point converted to Islam. So, and he himself has been seen praying in a mosque. It's just he's got a murky but very 2021 religious vibe. I think. Well, something interesting about this guy is that he's sometimes in if you Google him, in a lot of pictures he's wearing this hat, this white hat backwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. He looks like and, a guy from the club, you know. And you have it. I, I think this is the first time ever I've seen a president doing that of any yes, country in the good world. Point. Yeah, the backwards hat, not very presidential, but it's working for him. It's working really well because make him look like he's just like uh, in the same spips. And, and I think this is related to the Bitcoin stuff. It's like in the same universe of Elon Musk. Yes, uh, yes. You know, like what's the name of the other guy? Uh, 
I don't know. Yeah, uh, he's in the generation of these Zuckerberg, uh, you know, yeah. entrepreneurial, neo futurist kind of. Uh, Jerks. Rising generation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sus, highly sus characters. Anyway, he's declared uh Bitcoin to be legal tender in El Salvador. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody really knows what that means because currently the currency in El Salvador is US dollars, um, which they don't really have enough of. Uh, like 20% of the money in El Salvador comes from people in the but, US. But they, wait, they, they have their own money that no one uses. That's the thing. And so everyone uses just dollars because it's like more is re reliable. No. Okay, it's, got it. I got it. I thought that they had changed and they didn't even bother having their own currency anymore. I, I think what, what happened with you, you, you have a country that have problems with money. It's like everyone's like just moved to dollars because it's like some money that is going to worth something tomorrow. Right. Okay, you know? yeah. A steady dollar. Well, yeah. now they've got the steadiest dollar of all, the Bitcoin. The Bitcoin. Yeah. So, okay. what are we doing here? What's going uh, on? Most people uh, in El Salvador don't even have a cell phone. Uh, they're, it's a largely agricultural kind of place. What, what are we doing? What's the move here? Uh, well, there's two things. One, in one side, this is kind of like a cool thing to do that, mm -hmm. you know, we're talking about this country again we're, for something that is very different to, uh, you know, like most of the time when there's news about El Salvador, they're not good news, you know, and I'm not sure this is good news, but it's, it's, it's different, you know, it's like, it's yeah, interesting. It's interesting. Uh, but you now put El Salvador back in the, in the conversation. You're right. You're right. But now, is this like something that people gonna make more money through it? I don't think so. Um, yeah, well, maybe, maybe. I mean, you and me, I think we are like, you know, decent people. But there's some undecent people out there that I'm sure are like, eh, I can make some shady business in bitcoins, and no one will follow track. And over there, it's gonna be even harder to like know what I'm doing because. Bitcoin is just like the money there. Okay, okay, yeah. So maybe this That's is a dark business that you can bring to El Salvador. That's today. right. Maybe he's saying we're open for business in the shady economy that transacts in Bitcoin. You can send your Bitcoin here, turn it into some real estate, turn it back into Bitcoin, and no one can Something track you. There. But isn't Bitcoin the whole, isn't the whole idea that, you know, Bitcoin itself is already kind of untraceable or, or maybe it's, yeah. I guess it's super traceable in one sense, but like, you could hide your illegal gains in Bitcoin or move your money out of Venezuela. I mean, the whole concept is like there's not a central bank just checking what's going on with your money. I I, I think that's the deal. I mean, to be honest, I, I I hate Bitcoin, but not because of the way it works, because the people who love Bitcoin. That mm, makes yeah. me hate Bitcoin. It's not about yeah. the Bitcoin itself. It's just like the world around Bitcoin. Um, in in Latin America, and this is happening a lot, probably in the U.S. too, but I never I never seen this here. But there's like this young want to be rich people who uh -huh. make this really like pyramid schemes mm -hmm. using bitcoin as an excuse mm -hmm. so they create like this uh i'm just gonna throw names like ferex uh trading business school right, for right. bitcoin yes. Yes. so they, they dress in suits they make these flyers and they sell Oh, I'm going to make you a workshop on Bitcoin. You have to bring five people. It's free. You just have to bring five. It's like, oh, that's a pyramid scheme. So maybe, yeah, Bitcoin is just like a world of douchebags and he's creating like a douchebag country. Or maybe it's just, maybe it's a trap. Lure some of those guys, <laughs> get them to El Salvador, grab them, take their Bitcoin, 
you're good. I mean, that this could be, be positive. I I would like that. The the uh, the the nanny that takes care of my son, Elsa, is from El Salvador. Okay. And Elsa from El Salvador, she asked me like the other day, what what is this Bitcoin thing? What it means for for my life? And, and what did you, you tell her? I told her like, yeah, now I'm just gonna pay her and pay her in, in bitcoins, <laughs> and I just make a sound with my voice and I show my phone to her five <laughs> times, I'm like, yeah, I just send you a thousand bitcoins. And she's like, thank you so much. Yeah, I think she'll prefer paper money for a while. We're, yeah. we're not quite there yet with the bitcoin. Let's not pretend. But I like that Bokelli. We're not talking about Guatemala. We're not talking about Costa Rica. We're talking about El Salvador. He he got it on the front page of the Wall Street Journal, and just that has got to be a victory for. I think, yeah. And guys, I I recommend to everyone to just Google this guy. He's wearing like different weird outfits. I don't know. It's an interesting guy to look at. We'll put it in the show notes, as they always say in a podcast. Exactly. Do you, have you ever looked at the show notes of a podcast? I never pressed the <laughs> never link once. that is related to But they're always promising to put everything in the show notes. Yeah. We'll just check at the show notes. You'll find it. As <laughs> though so people even... are having finished the podcast, they're so going to go and read a bunch of articles. About I want more. I want more of this three-hour podcast. <laughs> okay. Speaking of parasitic schemes, yeah, we do have to talk about, and this is a discovery in the Amazon. If you look at, uh, this will be our third story today. If you look at Central and South America, Mexico, if you look at what's south of the United States, the big, the ribeye steak of it all is that big meaty part of Brazil and it extends into Ecuador and Peru, the Amazon. That's the big chunk of South America, right? I don't even know what percent it is, but a huge amount. And so, it's like the lungs of the planet, no? According I think to, so. Yes. I think, I hope so. I mean, it used to be, but I think they've, they're, cutting it down more and more. Yeah. But we had to have a crazy animal story on our show because there are so many wonderful and crazy animals in South America. And we will be covering the natural world of South America as well. So they've discovered a new uh, wasp in, okay. in the Amazon. The wasp was discovered by these guys from the University of Turku, which is I think is in Finland. So I don't know why these guys were poking around in the Amazon. But they've discovered a new wasp that's called Dolichomitis mei. And this is a nasty, weird, but kind of wonderful creature. Okay. And it, it's black in color, but it like glitters. If you have it in the light, it glitters. This is from the, the Science Daily description. It glitters electric blue. So it looks really like crazy and weird. And apparently this protects the wasp because like animals that see it, something that looks this crazy, they're like, that's too poisonous. I can't eat that. That's not for me. So they leave the wasp alone. And the wasp has a super long, it's called ovipositor. This It's like a tube, something between a tongue and a penis and whatever that sticks out of the wasp. Okay. And, and that's how the wasp reproduces. And so what this wasp will do is it'll go to a tree in the middle of the dense Amazon. It'll stick its little ovipositor in there and it'll find um, some larvae of like another insect or a spider. Like somebody else has already laid their eggs there. And this wasp goes cool and it lays its egg right on top of it. And the children of the wasp, the, the little larvae of the Baby. wasp, the babies, as soon as they start getting going, they need some nourishment. They just eat the other, the larvae of the other insects. They're, they're before they're even born, they're, they're, criminals. Eating, they're eating babies. Okay. <laughs> and what's more this wasp can, it can, they'll lay, uh, they can lay on this certain kind of spider and it will attack the spider in its web and paralyze it. 
And then it kind of like takes over the spider and it makes the spider spin a web that's actually just a really good nest for this wasp. And then they, it eats the spider and that's it. That's so cool. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. But also, I mean, nature is quite scary. The things I mean, that are because going nature is just cruel. They don't care about yeah. any moral rules or any no. <laughs> all this thing that we care. They're like, no. That doesn't happen here, guys. I love yeah. this, like, Disney documentaries, like, old ones, where they try to put voices in animals. And it's like, yeah, I'm hungry, mama. And actually, in real life, they were, like, just, like, I don't know, murdering each other and, like, killing babies. And, yeah, that's life. Yeah, this is babies killing babies. This is how it goes down down there in the heart down. of the you Amazon. You know what, what I was thinking when you were explaining all of this? I can imagine someone from Bolsonaro's Brazilian government trying to explain <laughs> this to Bolsonaro with yes. that excitement. <laughs> and he being like, <laughs> he like, oh, just burn, burn that down. Just like, I don't, I don't care at all about any mystery of life. Just like, yeah, make oil out of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, that's it's a good argument for burning down the Amazon. Right? Like, <laughs> like, oh, is that what babies? you guys want? <laughs> is, is abort, do you think abortion's bad? This wasp is eating the inside, the little tiny babies eating them. Get I mean, rid of the Amazon. It's gross and scary. Making rubber to make condoms out of this, <laughs> out, you know. So that's way better than this animals. We're making wood and hamburgers, and this horrible wasp. Wants, you want to protect this wasp? That's disgusting. Yeah. I also think, by the way, this wasp, the story of this wasp is uh, always like what the villain in a movie, he tells the story of like, there's a wasp in the Amazon that eats babies. Yeah. I'm not a bad guy. This, this is just life. <laughs> I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Well, um, I, I, I have a final story. Okay, please. It better be a good uplifting story or... 
Gonna well, I, I I thought about this because we were we were talking about the Olympics. Of course, the Olympics are going on right now. Have you watched any of it? I've watched tons. Oh, I've really? Watched so I, much. I feel like in my life, the Olympics were always around me, mm-hmm. and I never had to find them. They were like a TV on with the Olympics. Yes. Oh, you yes. know. Yeah. And I think this is the first year of my life that I have to like actually go for the Olympics and find mm-hmm. them around yeah. me. I mean, I don't have cable. I just have like internet and stuff. So uh-huh. I like. The, the, I think the Olympics are not like that easy to digest as before, f- just in my specific case. The But, time difference has been killer for one thing. And uh, then yeah. the NBC, Peacock, whatever, they're trying to get you to watch it on all these different apps. Don't and do just, that to me. It's not just, working. Just put it out there. Just put you it know out they, there. They were making the, they, they were doing all this weird stuff to the athlete schedule just to make it suitable for the US TV audience. Like the, they would have the, 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 heat round to make it into the finals like at night and then the, the final would be in the morning just for and like the athletes the... were getting all confused and they're not just getting enough sleep it was and just people so in we tokyo could see it were hating these before it even started so i'm sure now they're like oh you it's... can't even go what a, yeah I mean, the olympics are in your city you're not even allowed i texted a friend about in tokyo he was like yeah we left town i mean it's just it's nothing we can't see it so why would we yeah. stick around so anyway. uh I was looking for stories from Latin America, from Latinas in the Olympics. There's a lot of Latinas winning. Brazil is going up in the ranks. Uh, all good for for people. But I decided to bring an old story about a guy that we love and we want to talk about a lot in this podcast. That is the couch of the Argentinian team. Not anymore, but it used to be Marcelo Bielsa. Bielsa. Bielsa, it's, uh, it's more than a couch. He's like a hero, you know? For many countries, for many clubs, he is like a hero of, he's a philosopher of how to teach the art of soccer. He's super smart. He's always like, a have this Argentinian uh, rhythm to explain things. Uh, I don't know. He is he's from great. Argentina himself or where, where is he from? Yeah, yeah. He's from Lanús. Uh, there's a lot of like love for him in that town. If you go there, it's like the whole town. It's just like his face is everywhere. Feels he's so a land. hero. How would so, you compare him to Ted Lasso? <laughs> I think he's like, a, if um, Ted, yeah, it's like, I would explain this in a way that makes sense. If like the character from um, uh, Mark Swanson in Park and Rex mm-hmm. was mixed with Ted Lasso in a way. Okay, so a little more zen, a little more edge. He's not yeah. just patting you on the back all the time. He's pushing you. He's pushing. And at the same time, he, I don't know, I recommend everyone to just YouTube videos of this guy. Every speech he have ever done is amazing. And um, he famously reject giving the, the handshake to the president of Chile that we all hate, that Piñera. So everyone loved him because of that. Um, and because he was more to Bachelet, that, you know, she was the president before him and, Ooh. you know, they, they have a friendship. And so he's they were kind like of a leftist. Yeah, well. and, he, and they were at some point in Chile because he was the, the, the coaching the Chilean team. He was kind of like the father of the country and she was the mother of the country. So we have this really like we look up to him a lot. Do you think they ever? I hope. I pray for that every day. <laughs> I That's really <laughs> dream with that once in a while. But this is the story. Uh, Bielsa tried to win the World Cup. He failed. Everyone was like, ah, eh, this guy is kind of done. So then... Boom, the Olympics. And soccer in the Olympics is never like the most important thing because it's like there's so many other things. To, you, you, you never pay attention that you, you're going to like watch soccer again. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of a lot of American audiences. Yeah. And, it's not special, you know. You don't get to watch hurdles every day. Exactly. Yeah. 
but they have a lot of rules. Like I, I think there's a rule about age that you have okay. to be really young to be in the Olympics. It's oh like a, yeah, yeah, it's a different set of rules to do soccer. So it still is like even harder for a team that is very successful in 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 other and in World Cups or like I don't know international cups or whatever or local cups to win than make it in the in the Olympics. So Argentina never had these gold medals and he make it work. He was the first one and he was coming from, you know, like the biggest failure of his career and he figured out a way to make them win. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just like a crazy story of a guy who was almost done, hated by his home country. And then with Sanetti, Batistuta, Verón, Crespo, all that generation, they make it uh, in Japan. Uh, no, no, in Japan, no. It, this is the... In the real one? The real one. Wow. The 2004. No, Athens. Oh, actually, yeah, that was a good one. And he did it. He won Olympic gold for Argentina. Yes, and uh, it's, 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 a, it's a great story. They still remember that day. And actually, the TV in Argentina was just talking about this uh, every day because they don't <laughs> care about anything more than themselves. Uh, I like a story you told about this guy. Didn't he get together some team? I don't know. I think it was him. He told him, hey, if you... If you're here, if you want to live your life and enjoy life, it's fine. Yes. Yeah. Get out of here. What, what, what was it? No, it's like uh, if you if you want to just have a normal life and, you know, love your wife and, you know, have some kids and like, you know, get out of here and it's fine. It's OK. It's your decision. Um, I'm happy for you. You know, it's not like I'm like. Uh, uh, and but then if you choose this other life, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be really hard. People are going to judge you, hate you, love you in the same week. But this is a decision that you have to think that you're making. It's not someone that imposes. It's like life take you this direction. You can you can resign right now and go home, and it'll be fine. See, uh, I don't think Ted course, Lasso would say that. He no. would say, of course, you can love your wife, whatever. I would be, if I were on, this is why I'm not on the national team, because if he said, if you want to have a normal life, love your wife, I'm already, I'm gone. I didn't even hear the rest of the speech. Yes. <laughs> I'm already with my wife in a farm. I'm a wife. Yeah. Yeah, I'm driving away with my wife by my side, going to Burger King. Well, that, right now, if you said Leeds in the UK. Oh, he, okay, cool. Famous team. Yeah, and people love him Great over there. History. They. I think they sing about him all the time. Everyone loves him now. So, yeah, it's a cool guy to Google and look his speeches. Bielsa, the legend of Bielsa, the amazing Argentine football coach. Okay, we had the Chilean constitution, the Bitcoin hipster president of El Salvador, the parasitic wasp of the Amazon, and the man Bielsa. We had politics, pop culture, uh, sports, animals that is the kind of show we're going to give you here on four from the south i think you're getting your money's worth since it's free to listen to here on the iHeartRadio app wherever you get your podcasts um fab anything to leave the people with uh just uh follow us i don't know that's what people say in this kind of follow us check out the show notes we'll put together some way to find us on twitter is twitter the best way to find a podcast i don't know i don't know how do you probably yeah. Yeah. You can find, you can certainly find Fabrizio Capano. He's a famous comedian on Chile. You can find him on Twitter, Instagram, Steve Healy at Healy Times. You can find me everywhere. You can tell us if you hate it or, but well, don't tell. That would be, no, don't just, yeah, stay just, silent. If you hate it, keep it to yourself. Tell your friends. But move if, on. If you love it, tell us. Exactly. Thank you so much for listening. Guys, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Four from the South is hosted by me, Steve Healy, and Fabrizio Capano. 
Robert O'Shaughnessy is our producer. Original theme song by Amy Stolzenbach. Four from the South is a production of Exile Content Studio in partnership with iHeartRadio's Michael Tura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.